When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The Tories have been meltdown and unfortunately, so is the economy. Liz Truss's premiership is stumbling from crisis to catastrophe. This is Labour's time. Is it in the bag for the Labour Party? Well, if I was a betting man, I'd say they've got a very good chance of forming the next government, which means we need to find out what does Keir Starmer's leadership stand for? How much has he just abandoned what he promised to do, of course, when he stood to be leader? Is this now a united party, the broad church that he promised? I want to get a feel from shadow ministers, the delegates, the grassroots, what is Labour in 2022? How are you feeling, Labour Conference? What's the vibe? Good, fabulous. Empowered. Yeah. Oh, empowered. Yeah. Really positive, really positive, really clear messages this time. Pretty positive. I think there's a good atmosphere at the moment. I think we're all quite confident. The Tories have been absolutely shambolic, so yeah. There's a thing in the mirror from yesterday's interview with Starmer, which is very good. Changing from the hope of a Labour government to the belief of a Labour government, I think that's very accurate. You know, there's an atmosphere that we will win or not, maybe that we will win, but we can definitely win, you know, compared to last year at least. How are you feeling? Okay. Okay? Yeah, I mean, yeah, too much jubilation, too much... I think we're taking it a bit for granted, all the mess with the Tories. In what way? We, it feels very 1992. <laughs> we're all right! We're all right! We're all right! We're all right! <laughs> we better get some talking done here, yeah, serious talking. In 2019, um, I thought we would not be in government for another 20 years because of what happened then. I think today there's a real possibility that we will be in government in two years' time. And in fact, I kind of think most people here now think we will. Is it in the bag for Labour, the election? I don't think so. Um, I think we're in a much stronger position. The one thing I am saying is what I... Obviously, we want a Labour government, but what I don't want is a Labour government on the back of a really, really poor and shocking Tory government. I want it based on um, the people believing in what we are um, offering them, believing that this is this will be the right government for them. That, for me, has to be the basis on which we win um, an election. Otherwise, it's not going to be long-lasting. This is going to be wham-bam, thank you, Barry. Is the Labour Party a broad church still? Look, the Labour Party isn't a church. Oh, well, not technically. Right. Um, But you do have to have faith in certain principles, don't you? And you've got to stay true to those principles. And um, we have to make room for real debate. Because if all we have are sound bites, then the public are going to know that it's skin deep. We have to have the debate because it's the debate that actually furnishes the policy, gets it to the, the point where it bites. 
Um, Compensate eight on electoral reform. So that is the first of the three electoral reform composites. Those in favour? And those against? No. That's carried. We've, we've still got two more to go, conference. Um, conference voted to support proportional representation. The leadership don't seem keen on that at all. What do you think? I think that's where members of all stripes will have to come together if they support uh, proper democracy to put pressure on the leadership. Because, you know, uh, my first conference, 1990, I gave the speech in support of PR. We had a review. We finally got a Labour government. Nothing happened. You know, you've got to keep the pressure up if that's what you want. Uh, I think it'll be very hard for Keir to kind of ignore it and not put it in a manifesto, though, given the strength of opinion and support from both unions and members. Um, but like all these things, you know, you've got to keep the pressure up, right? Does this Labour conference stand with your posties? And if you do, are you going to be, are you going to be on the picket lines when we take our next bout of strike action on Friday and Saturday of the coming week? And if you are going to do that, and if you're able physically to do so, we'll get up and stand up now and show that support. Visible support is really important to our members because as these strikes get more and more bitter um, they want to know that there's a political party out there that is putting uh, you know, their views forward and taking the anger that our members are feeling at the moment into the political arena. I think more than that they need to start setting out policies that working people can support. Uh, in our own case, I mean, we've moved a motion there this morning that calls for the renationalisation of Royal Mail. Uh, we want it to be modernised, but we want the universal service um, to be the cornerstone of that modernisation. Uh, and that way we provide a vital public service. We can innovate new products, new services that could build local economies. These guys should be working with us to develop those policies and putting it across uh, in the media that that is what they're going to do. So I want them to not just turn up on picket lines. I want them to start putting policies forward that they can engage our members on. And our members go, yes, you know, we'll support you. Is Labour still a broad church? I still think there are a range of views allowed in Labour. I think people are just concerned that a range of views may eventually stop being allowed in Labour. Yeah. I mean, the Labour leadership want people like you out of the party, let's be honest. <laughs> so I hear. <laughs> um, but people like me make up the majority of the party. We have to remember that um, the reason why Jeremy Corbyn was elected was because there are a lot of people with quite socialist views. The reason why Keir was elected, Keir Stam was elected because there were a lot of people with quite socialist views and the, the positions that he put forward were quite clearly what people in the party wanted to hear, which is why the majority of them voted for him. Has he stuck by those? I think we can say if we're looking down the list of pledges, not really, but he clearly has a view about what's needed to win at the next uh, general election, and, and, and that's what, that's, I suppose, what he's putting forward. But in terms of what the views of the, the majority of the party are, they are still very much uh, those socialist principles, and we just hope that one day we get back to that. And I think we will, 
because I know people are a bit worried that oh it's never going to happen and people are leaving and I'm like well why would you do that if we've done it before we can do it again. A lot of people around the Labour leader think to themselves there might be a hung parliament we'll see the economy's on fire so maybe there won't be but they think to themselves we do not want left-wing Labour MPs holding the balance of power where they would have huge power in a, in a hung parliament so my theory is they're going to try and get rid of a lot of you. I hope that they don't because I think that there's a lot that we can work with the leadership and the party to get some real positive outcomes and, and when we do work together and when we're on the same page on some of the Green New Deal stuff, barring of course the motion not being debated but in terms of the actual policies coming forward, the investments, they're good stuff. Um, but I don't feel secure in my own party. And I have never felt like that before. And I feel like there is a nastiness that I've never seen in the party before. And it was not this nasty under Jeremy. And it was lovely under Ed Miliband. Ed Miliband was the best time in the party. And it was not this nasty under Gordon either. And I joined under Tony Blair. And it is really horrible. I mean, it is, it is um, uh, it's Kafkaesque. I have one council, two councillors that have been kicked out of the party. One councillor joined a Facebook group called um, called Brighton Loves Jeremy Corbyn. Yeah? She suspended her Facebook account. She can demonstrate she's not logged on to Facebook for the last two years. A year and a half ago, that Facebook page changed its name to Labour Left Alliance Brighton. Labour Left Alliance, of course, is a prescribed organisation, and she's been kicked out of the party. She can demonstrate that she hasn't even logged on to that Facebook page, and she didn't join that Facebook group. They have said that she has no appeal right, she's out. I've got another councillor that joined every single Facebook page that has Brighton in the name of it, including Brighton Liberals, Brighton Conservatives, Brighton Labour Left Alliance, and all he does is post his councillor updates. He spams all the groups with his councillor update, no comment, just says this is the what the Labour Party is doing. I think that's a good piece of communication, if you ask me. He has been chucked out of the Labour Party with no right of appeal because they said that he was a subscriber to Labour Left Alliance. Clearly it is ridiculous but unfortunately the bureaucracy of the party, the bureaucracy of the party that have been allowed to run rampant and we've seen this in exposés now um, are running the party in a way that is vindictive and nasty to elected officials. To elected officials they are worse. Always got to do it. It's an annual Here he is mixing it up. Right. So what have we, we got going on this year? So you must be very excited about what's happened at Labour Conference Extremely. this year. You know, we've built the biggest expansion in the NHS workforce in history, sure. which is what Rachel Reeves set out today. Big plans for a green, you know, a new economy based on a green industrial revolution. Rachel Reeves setting out bold plans on that too today. Very on message, isn't it? Yeah. Very on message. Never knowingly off message. <laughs> but no, come on. I mean, like we, we can see that Labour is turning. Are you? We're are turning disaffiliation. Okay. Like, let's not. No, just quickly, just quickly on that. Under Corbynism, the whole thing was this is all authoritarian and, and all the rest of it. But like the left have been smashed in the Labour Party, and you must be very happy about that. But is that. Does that sit well with being a broad church? Uh, all I care about is making sure that we're actually empowered to be able to govern and and deliver for Britain. Smash and the left to do that, basically. I don't, I don't think. I don't. I think there's a difference between. Um, you know, shutting people out and losing the argument. And just because the left of the Labour Party has lost the argument doesn't mean they've been smashed. You know, look at the state of the country under the Conservatives. They've been in power for 12 years now. It's expecting them to fix it is like expecting the arsonist to put out the fire. It's Do you not think Keir Starmer's leadership campaign was honest? 
I do actually. I do, and I, I've seen your. I think you've been really unfair on Keir in the sense that I'll ask you about that because you said the left lost the argument. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for fifteen dollars a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile. com slash switch. Upfront payment of forty five dollars, equivalent to fifteen dollars per month, unlimited over forty gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at four eighty p. Active Mint customers by five thirty one twenty four get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May thirty first, twenty twenty four. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply. If rated PG. Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus, absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow! Did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com/acast and use code acast for twenty percent off your first purchase. Argument fine within the Labour Party, but the arguments he put in the leadership campaign were all the traditional arguments of the left. So how do you square those two? Because he stood because on a left-wing platform and then he abandoned it. But I, I think that you've got to look at the country around us, and you've got to look at what the voters think, what their anxieties are about a Labour Labour Party. Because I think I think Pierce set out things he believes in. Right. He's got to, but, he's, but he's, he's got to make sure that he's got a manifesto that right. the country can believe in. What, what and the last mean? thing I would want is is like a, a dogmatic Labour Party sure. that says sod the voters. This is popular well, with the party because we've been there before and we lost. Why did he and Keir has put us on track to actually win power. That's that's what matters. Why didn't he set out in the leadership campaign then? what he's doing now rather than something else. Keir Starmer could have said, look, we need to scrap all these policies, guys. They don't work. We're not going to be in government if we stick to them. But he didn't say that. He said we're going to stick to these policies. So, so Owen, you can spend the next two years attacking the Labour Party if you want. That will not deliver a Labour government. I'm asking, as a columnist, I don't work for the Labour Party. No, I mean, you spoke for columnist. But I think I'm you asking, care about justice. I'm, I, I care about honesty. I care about honesty as well. you care about justice and honesty and prosperity I, I, and, and, is your, and e equality and, is your view and the that danger... And the, the danger of your right, okay. way of approaching it is you just say, let's be endlessly in opposition. And end, I don't buy does that. Does the end justify the means? So dishonesty is fine as long as the Labour Party does it to win power. The ends do not always justify the means, but sometimes you have to, you know, the, the tree that is strongest in the forest is the one that bends with the wind. So being dishonest is fine no, if it's the no, Labour no, Party, no, but no, not if it's the Conservatives. You know, you write your own columns, Owen. I, well, I do, don't, yeah. Don't, that's my no, job. I'm telling you to, not... But um, I want a Labour government. Even and if that means being dishonest, though, that's the point. I, mean. I want a Labour government that is able to change people's lives. So we all do, and, but... And I, and I think you, you can fight this battle, um, but it feels a bit like fighting the Battle of Agincourt all over again. Well, let's just... Keir Starmer said, just because you're grabbing your lunch. Keir Starmer said... I've been trying to have my lunch for I, half an I hour. I know. Gonna, you deserve, <laughs> but Keir Starmer said, you can and win. And I've been very generous, <laughs> he said, Owen. Just and I'm now going to slightly just, walk away if that's all right. Just lastly, to go and have my lunch. Keir Starmer just, said, "You said just lastly." I know, 15 minutes but you did ago. answer the question. Get, you did answer the question, Chris. Have your lunch, but you don't deserve it. <laughs> Doesn't deserve it. 
This is the week where people turn dissatisfaction and disillusion with the Conservatives the into a positive appetite for a Labour government. Is it in the bag? I would never be that complacent about the voters. We've got to work hard to earn every vote and I'm sure you will use your platform and your I'm column an to encourage people to vote for Keir Starmer and the Labour Party at the next general election. Look, he's on record, he's on message, isn't he? He will not flinch. You're a like bit, a you're a bit husky. What have you been doing these last couple of nights? Just, you know, just, just getting through Labour conferences best I can, Wes. Come on. No, you must fine. be pleased. There's going to be a Labour government. And wouldn't you rather Obviously. be in The Guardian holding a Labour government's feet to the fire than moaning oh, about I the will. Conservatives yes. or moaning about a Labour opposition? Yeah, obviously. It'll be boom time Bye. for you. You'll great be time. great. You'll have a great time. Can't wait. I can't wait to be slagging, slagging you off as health No, officer. you won't. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. Because we're going to rescue and rebuild the NHS. Just look at what's happening at the moment. The largest onshore wind farm in Wales. Who owns it? Sweden. Energy bills in Swansea are paying for schools and hospitals in Stockholm. The Chinese Communist Party has a stake in our nuclear industry. And five million people in Britain pay their bills to an energy company owned by France. So we will set up great British energy within the first year of a Labour government. A new company. A new company. I'll level with you. That speech was fine. It was talking about, for example, a publicly run energy company, nuances. It's not nationalisation of energy as Keir Starmer promised, but it will own renewable assets. That's a good thing. Having a publicly run sovereign wealth fund taking on trickle-down economics and class politics, being on the side of working people rather than the rich. That's to the left of what Ed Miliband was offering in 2015, let alone New Labour. Now, caveat, Keir Starmer's made pledges in the past, he hasn't stuck by them. It's not going as far as he promised in the leadership elections, those pledges haven't been maintained, but it does show a step in a more social democratic direction. And actually, notwithstanding what I just said about Ed Miliband's leadership, it shows his influence in the shadow cabinet is pushing Keir Starmer in a better direction. More of that, it will keep people like me happy. But will he stick to this? That's an open question because the right of the Labour Party, who are now very strong, they're in the driving seat at the top, they're gonna try and push Labour away from transformative policies. There's a battle there still to be fought and they've got to have their feet held to the flame. But this will leave I think delegates and party members much happier with them when they arrived. I think it was really fantastic and he also showed the big dividing lines between Labour and, and the Tories. You know we are in a situation where there is a choice and that choice is whether this country and the people working in it pay for our energy crisis or whether it's paid for through a windfall tax on oil and gas companies and he did a, an absolutely fantastic job setting out that vision, making the clear choice which is to be made and I'm feeling really confident and, and excited about what's next and that we've got to get this country back on track. It gave us hope, we've needed hope uh, and there it was and when he said about the great British energy company that was it, he sold it to me. That's what I wanted to hear, I wanted to hear socialism and we saw socialism there. I'm really proud, I've got something to sell, sell on the doorsteps, that's what we needed. I was happy with the speech, you're happy with the speech, you're a Blairite, I'm not, what's happened there then? 
I think he was speaking both to the hall and the country. So there's some good solid red meat in there that perhaps Labour people would appreciate, the, the national energy body, whatever that was going to be called. Are you happy with that? I think so, yeah. We'll have to see the detail, won't we? But I mean, as a, you know, we, we what we care about as Blairites is what works. What matters is what works. It's not ideological. But this if is that's... more left-wing than Ed Miliband's speech before 2015, easily. Significantly uh, parts of it were, I would say, but that is the state of the crisis we're in. And I think, you know, the Blairite position has always been you could do what, not ideologically, but do what you need to do to get things fixed. You know, don't forget Brown nationalised the banks, because that's what needed to well, happen. Temporarily. Sure, but it was an expedient measure, you know, in the circus. So I think that's what he was setting out. Um, plus, I loved the fact he was talking about the middle, the centre ground. That's music to my ears, of course. Um, and he was talking about, um, you know, reaching to people who voted for Brexit and didn't. So people in the red wall. He, it was a, an election strategy based speech, not just getting applause lines in the room. So a lot of people thought, actually, Keir Starmer's speech was trailed as it would be quite Blairite, but it wasn't, really. Yeah, I mean, we had the sort of the one line mimicking Blair, the political wing of the of the British people. But I think, actually, when you look at the substance of what you talked about, uh, a new nationalised energy company, talking about council housing, uh, green jobs, it was actually a pretty progressive and surprisingly sort of substantive speech, really, from him. And certainly not the kind of how it'd been briefed to the press in advance. So do you think Labour will leave this conference in a far more united position, but actually united around a more progressive direction than maybe it was before conference? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's been noticeable. I've been coming to these conferences since the Ed Miliband era, and this is far and away the, the most united conference. There's been very few rows. Um, the, the biggest row, I guess, has been over proportion of representation. But even there, Starmer hasn't completely ruled it out. Uh, he said it's not his priority. Um, so I think overall it's been a successful conference for, for Labour. I think there's obviously going to be people unhappy, perhaps on the right of the party, perhaps also on the, on the left of the party as well, that you know, Starmer hasn't gone far enough as far as the left are concerned and people on the right maybe wanting him to go... F to believe he's gone too far in, in terms of shifting back to the, to the centre and towards the left. But I think overall, people are going to, the party is going to be happy. Delegates certainly seemed happy in the hall. And I think he's done what he needed to do. Labour have been out of power now for 12 long years and the people who suffer the consequences are the very people it was set up to represent and champion. The party itself has suffered brutal civil wars. It's lurched, I would say, in quite a lot of different directions politically. More recently, Keir Starmer stood on a leadership platform that he didn't abide by. The left have felt particularly aggrieved and 200,000 members have left. But his speech today is a step in a different direction. It's more transformative and bold and radical than anything he's offered so far. And I think that speaks to the mess, the crisis this country's in. Now, the Tories are in meltdown and the country is facing a terrible crisis at the same time. There's a real prospect of this party coming to power and people here can smell it. They think power is within their grasp. The question is, will this Labour government offer the transformative change this country needs? I think it's going to take a lot of pressure from below and just trusting what Starmer says, I think, well, I think just judging by history, you'd be naive to just blindly put your faith in him. And a lot of people in the Labour Party don't want a transformative agenda and they'll use their power to block it. But there is something to work with here if you want to change the country. There's clearly a massive dividing line now with the Tories. It's all up for grabs, but I think it will depend on what people like yourself watching this do in the coming weeks and months as this country descends ever further into chaos. Thank you.
The reason we can make these videos, including the one we're doing at Tory Party Conference, is all down to you. We're not backed by multi-millionaires or vested interests. We're all supported by you. So if you want to keep the show on the road and make sure that we make videos which expose what's really going on, then just support us on patreon.com forward slash owenjones84, however little that you can spare. And we promise we'll make some pretty kick-ass videos, which I think will show an alternative is possible and also hold the powerful to account. Thank you for listening, everyone. I hope you found that educational, interesting, engaging, and all sorts of other things. Do support us on patreon.com forward slash ownjones84. You keep doing the podcast and the channel uh, with our incredible team's work, or use the support function in the description. And do subscribe and leave us a review, please. Some stars, any of those things. Um, but otherwise, lots of love. Hope you're well. Speak to you soon.